I shot Santa Claus in the face. He's real, and I shot him in the face. What the... Do you want to see my room? Ah, married. He's single, though. Bye, Kumar. Sorry, I don't date black guys. What? What are you doing? What? My daughter's in there! What? Patrick Harris. Welcome to heaven. I'm Jesus. Jesus Christ. I practically run this place. Oh, for reals? I mean, my dad owns it, but I'm kind of number <laughs> one. You're one of those. Watch out! You are listening to Welcome Back Guy, Dad's Super Remix. Uh, I'm Marky's Mike. Sliding off the backside of the polar vortex. Yeah, it's uh, it's been chilly, but now it's warm. Now it's warm. I know it's not, not that warm. <laughs> I know we weren't as cold as some parts of the country yeah. during our polar vortex, but man, that was bad. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, it was. Uh, it was our. our uh, we we had frozen pipes. Did you really? On Saturday morning, we woke up, frozen pipes or no running water, and uh, I, I called the city, make sure it wasn't, like, make sure it was just like a an us problem, not like a city problem. Uh-huh. And they confirmed. They're like, no, no, nothing's wrong. So it's probably your pipes. Uh, it only takes it. Ours is very minor. It took us about forty minutes to like warm up the house enough, and then uh, take uh, precautions going forward. I didn't... No damage, though? Just No just damage. Frozen. Just frozen. We warmed up the basement, got everything running again. Uh, so, if there's other homeowners listening, maybe you're in a place that isn't used to a polar vortex, but uh, you're supposed to leave your tap running at night? I've heard you, yeah, leave a drip going Leave a drip, yeah, so you told me on the a, phone. If you're susceptible to, like, especially if you have a basement with a lot of Pipes or yeah. whatever, yeah. So, so we did that the next couple nights. Um, I, t- I tried to tell other people to warn them, like, "Hey, I don't know if you guys know this." And everybody seemed to know. They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah you got to leave pipes." I was like, "I didn't. No one told me." And I was on the city's website to find that number. There was no warning. Cool temperatures. Here's what you should do. I followed them on Facebook. There was no. Is that the is that the city's responsibility? I think putting out. Tips to help, uh, you know. I mean, the electric company does it. Every winter I get, hey, cold temperatures. Here's what you should do. It's like, oh, noted. I'll keep that in noted. You know, oh, it's getting real hot. Here's what you should do. Okay, cool. City? I go, I was like, did I I miss this piece of information? I looked, I was like, they never told it. You know, I, I've. I've heard that before. Yeah, put a little Facebook post. I've never, I've never done it. Yeah. I, like, I've never had a frozen pipe situation within my house. Yeah. Um, I if I lived here, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have thought you would have been like susceptible to that at that, all. That first night, so it got down to like negative nine or whatever. I feel like we've done that before. I just... I don't like, think it's a first. I'm like, did your basement really... I guess maybe your pipes are on the outside of your... of Like, the outside wall, maybe? I just said, like, your basement's not cold now, and it's only 20 degrees. Yeah. It, um, uh... Outside. They're in a room that doesn't get opened a lot. Okay. Um, the, you know, the closet. I went in... I, I checked it out. I was like, yeah, I guess it's... It's pretty cold in here. And the pipes, okay. you know, I touched them. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cold. Yeah. Um... So I, but I did take uh, you know going for it. So we did the water like first night, and then at night what I've been doing is just opening up the doors in the basement. Yeah. To let the, the like air space heater. Or something. Yeah, I never yeah. thought to do it before, but. Uh, well, uh, we have a mutual friend that uh, has a lake place, uh-huh. and I saw him yesterday, and their heater in their lake place went out. Oh. Uh-huh. And he had his. He just had his neighbor go because they're in the ultimate cold. Yeah, he just had his neighbor go check the house out for him. The, he doesn't live at the lake place. His neighbor, I guess, does. Yeah. So he had his neighbor just kind of go do a walkthrough, and uh, I guess the guy's like, wow, it's really cold in here. And it's like it's like 30 degrees in here. Their heater went out because they would have it at like 60 or something. Yeah. And then he had frozen pipes, and he showed me a picture. His are jacked. Yo. Broken. It's a disaster. And that's just goes to show you, don't have a lake house. Yeah. Just that's... have friends with a lake house. Right. So you don't have to deal with the problem. Yeah. Don't, uh... <laughs> yeah. There, there's so much that goes into maintaining a residence. Why would you have two? I, you know, I think about that all the time because I'm like, oh, man, this is a luxury. This is great. And I was like, 
Like we have another, we have other friends that have the like a place up on a ski resort, yeah. like a condo they bought, and we've been up there a couple times. Like, oh, this is cool, yeah. And then I just start thinking about that. I'm like, I can barely maintain my own house. Yeah, I'm not gonna maintain two places. That's insane. But if you people want to have a place and invite me, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I've only been invited to that lake house once. Yeah, I've always. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you know we'll we'll talk about the. You know, the, the, the what if, like, oh, if you won the lottery, you know, we'll ask, you know, and I, like, if, if you had the means, would you own, would you get a lake place? And I, my answer, absolutely not. I, my ultimate goal, have the means to just be able to rent. I, I think I would, if I had the means, I would buy, but do the caretaker slash VRBO yeah. kind of thing. So, like... <clears throat> I oh, get my right. I get my reservations on the calendar. That's when I'm going to be there. And then yeah. you have a, a short term rental company, management company, handle you all know the what? That's a great way to do just it. pay them. Yeah, that's I think. But if 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 money was not you know an issue, right? That's what I would do. That being said, I can't afford a second house. No, that's <laughs> that, that's really what's stopping me. Yeah, can't afford a second house. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we have the one house. Uh, what have you been watching inside of it? Oh man, I don't. I got some things. I don't have a huge list, uh-huh. and so I'm gonna. Since my list isn't huge, I'm gonna I'm gonna go these in order of enjoyment from least to first. Okay. Um. So let's start with. Uh, twenty a movie a twenty fourteen movie called Backcountry, and I want to. I would like to preface. I enjoyed all these movies. Okay. These are all gonna be cash movies. 2014 movie. I think it's like an independent field called Backcountry. It's about a couple that goes on a camping trip. Mm-hmm. Backpacking things. Kind of like man against nature survival kind of thing. Yeah. Um, no one you know is in it. Um, by far one of the best bear attack scenes I have ever seen on film. Like it just was visceral and seemed legit. Um, really just intense. <clears throat> but that is... That is a cash movie. I enjoyed it. Better than The Revenant. As far as we're simple No, no. As far as... Oh, Bear Attacks? Just Bear Attacks. I just do, simple Bear Attacks. I do think this one was better than The Revenant because it it, it seemed more realistic. Yeah. The Edge. Definitely better than The Edge because yeah. The Edge Bear Attacks... I love The Edge. Yeah. But The Edge Bear Attacks are kind of like comic book shit. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Way better than the Cocaine Bear Attack. Uh... And that's all I got. The Great Outdoors. Man. No actual attack. It was a confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, that, that one is pretty good. Yeah. It's very... Yeah. That's even realistic. This one just seemed like if you were camping and you ran into... It, shit went wrong with a bear. This seemed like... Wow. Mm. Wow. I, I, yeah. It was intense. It was intense. So, yeah. Uh, backcountry. Giving it a cash rating. Lowest of what I've seen, though. Next in enjoyment order, a movie, 1974, a movie called The Parallax View, starring Warren Beatty. This movie is so cash. It's a investigative journalism spy thriller thing. It's awesome. And it has maybe the coolest airplane scene I have ever seen in a movie on film better than flight haven't seen flight better than Sully haven't seen Sully oh okay better than these are all crashes you just said airplane scene airplane scene yeah Yeah. just a scene on an airplane just a scene on an airplane it's so cool it is so cool Warren Beatty's a badass by the way um uh, next in enjoyment level, I will say another Warren Beatty movie, uh-huh. 1978, Heaven Can Wait. Okay. I know this one. This movie's awesome, man. Yeah. It's so cool. I, it's just a good, fun movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's light, and Warren Beatty is really... Like, I watched this before I watched Parallax View, and I watched it like, man, I really like this Warren Beatty guy. Yeah. And I, I don't know a lot of his work. I've seen Bonnie and Clyde. I've seen Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy doesn't thrill me. 
Bonnie yeah. Clyde, you know, is a classic. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, what else is he in? And then I was just kind of looking at stuff like, oh, I'm going to check out this Parallax View movie, which did not disappoint. What's the one where he was a politician? They had the great uh, Maya and uh, ODB song. That is probably Bullworth. Bullworth, yeah. That's yeah. The name of it. <clears throat> I, I never saw it. I just know that song. Yeah, Bullworth, which is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Heaven Can Wait, the premise is so funny. Yeah. And it's a, it's a cool movie. I enjoyed it. Best... Gosh. Guardian death, but hanging around in the afterlife scene you've seen on film? No. Okay. No. No. That goes to one for what life easily. Okay. For me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, so that's that's Cash. Uh, Markamendation. Next yeah. on the list. Got out. Saw the Iron Claw. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so good. I don't know where we're standing awards-wise, but if... The song from this movie does not get nominated for best original song for film. I will be absolutely devastated because the song is amazing. Movie's great. And it, I I love the Iron Claw. It was like I said, top five movie for me for the year. I don't remember. I okay, so credit and credits. Uh, one of the Von Erics is in the Garage Band. Oh, is that an original? He performs it. That's an original. Oh, okay. And then yeah. End credit, and then they play. They have it. The produced. Professionally produced version in the end credits. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's an original song for the movie. I didn't. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know. I thought he was doing like a, you know, like his like rock cover, right? You know, like he's yeah, like a cover band or something. Yeah, original song for the movie, and it's fantastic. Yeah. It's a really good song. And is I, it an original, or did Mike Von Eric actually do that song? I think it was written for the film. Okay. Yeah, I think it would qualify. Yeah. Um. So that, that Mark Mendation was great. Saw that in theater. Got yeah. to do that. And then, um, best then, rendition of, um, someone giving someone an iron claw on film. Do you see it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. And let's, let's be honest, like, that liar, the, wrestling, liar. the wrestling scenes are really good. And, yeah. And it's because they, they film them in such a way they're kind of intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. That's a great movie. Yeah. That's a great movie. Oh, the cast is phenomenal. Top to bottom. Like, what a, what a cool movie. You forget that Jeremy Allen White's like 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. Watching that movie, you're like, yeah. I mean, Carrie Von Eric, Eric was a giant, and I forget. Yep. And the guy who plays the dad, he is a really good actor. That guy, yeah, he's got one of those... Um, he was in Mindhunter, the yes. Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Man, he's great. He, man, he knocked out of the park on that. Yeah, he was in Fight Club. He was, yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I have a feeling that movie gets snubbed hard. Because it is really good. Yeah. Um... And then, uh, top of my list, 2023, Society of the Snow. This is about the the the, the rugby team crashed. Oh, in the right. Yeah. Holy cow. What a magnificent movie. Mm-hmm. Like, unbelievable. So good. I mean, as far as what I've, I liked everything I watched, but a, a tier above everything I watched was yeah. this movie. It was so amazing. Um, but yeah, other than what we did for the show, that's what I got. Yeah. All cash. Yeah. It's a good way Happy to, to say, all cash. Yeah. Um, uh, mine wasn't as, ca- there, there was some stuff I, I enjoyed here. Okay, I'll just start, I, I'm just gonna order, in the order I, I watch these. This was like, uh, it was on Peacock, like the channel, the Peacock has like movie channels, and they have like an action movie channel, it was like late, late night, and it was just kind of, kind of I was like, oh, I'll throw this on. I watched 2014's The Equalizer. That is... I'm... It's, it's, it's definitely not trash. But it's not cash either. This is like great... This... Okay, this is cash in the sense that it's like... It's cash for junk food. I'm making up a category, you know? It's perfectly... Yeah, it, yeah it like... It feels that... It, it services... A, a genre and it does it well. Um, yeah, it, like it's fun. The Equalizer. Uh, and there's three of them. There are three Equalizers. I've seen the Equalizer before, and so my thought was, I, I threw on the Equalizer. Had so much fun watching. I was like, you know what? I should watch two and three. Three is on Netflix. Two, it's not streaming anywhere. So weird. I was like, well, so weird. Do I go through the Equalizers? It did lead me into another direction, which I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe this is a chance to go dig into some. Uh, Antoine Fuqua movies because he did Equalizer. 
I feel like I'm like 50-50 on his movies. He's done some good ones, Training Day. He's done some not so good ones, King Arthur. So I was like, let's, let's see what this guy is. He's got a ton of movies. Uh, so it led me to something I've never, uh, this is kind of like my podium. I, I did a, I did a theme here. Uh, 2015's Southpaw. This is not, this movie has a lot of issues with its script and its storytelling, but it is absolutely carried from trash into cash by Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. Love Jake. He is so freaking good in this movie. And Forrest Whitaker's really good in it. And in the second half, it hits the boxing movie beats, montage scene, really great final fight scene. I'm in. I, 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 That's I, one I've never, like, I love Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. and I usually like boxing movies, and it's always been on my radar, but I can I just never start that. This, this was a first watch for me. It, 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 I was like, you know what? Let, let's get this go. I love Jake. I love boxing. I want to check out more uh, Fuqua movies. Let's throw it on. And as I said, it was good. I was... In the pantheon of boxing movies, like it's not, you know, Rocky or Creed or like the fighter Raging Bull, but it's pretty solid. Cool. And especially compared to the other, this now led me to, man, I love boxing movies. What other boxing movies are there? Netflix, 2023, Big George Foreman. This this is kind of a trash movie. It's, is it a biopic? It, it's it's a biopic about George Foreman. Okay. And they go, uh, you know, cradle to grave, although he's still with us, but it's. A lot of George Foreman's life. Almost too much of George Foreman's life because it's like, there are parts I was like, oh, I wish they would have focused a little more on that. But they got, you know, it's a two hour movie. They got, so it's childhood, him getting into boxing, him as world champion, him becoming the, the grill champion, him coming back to boxing. So it's a lot in there and a lot of stuff's kind of glossed over. Interesting time in Southpaw, Forrest Whitaker plays a boxing coach in both movies. And, uh, I, feel, I think it's the exact same character. He's actually, at one point, he's doing, there's a scene where our main character, uh, George Foreman in Southpaw, Billy the Great Hope, comes back to the gym to watch Forrest Whitaker train children, and he's doing the exact same instructions to both of them, which is teaching them footwork. Step forward, step back, step to the left, step to the right. All right, relax. I was like, that he did that in both movies. Um, but... I'd watch it. I'd, I'd watch more Forrest Whitaker being a uh, boxing instructor. But overall, Big George Foreman, I gotta give that one a. a, a Did a, anyone pass on anyone it. notable play George Foreman? No, I looked up uh, the actor. Oh god, who is the actor of Big George Foreman? Because he shares the name. Oh, his name's Chris Davis. K R I S. I was like, not the Chris Davis from like the Oakland Athletics, right? I was like, oh, did he like? Retire from baseball and then set an actor, different guy. Um, no, outside of um, Forrest Whitaker, that was the only name I I, I recognized in it. Um, so yeah, pass on that one. Although, so then that led me to 2016, Hands of Stone. This is it's another uh, biopic about Roberto Durand. This is also, I'm going to pass on it. It's not It's not fully trash, but it's not really, you know, it doesn't sneak into cash territory. It's another. They go from the beginning of his life all the way to the end of the life. I was like, I wish there were parts they kind of focus on. Because there is that, like, he does, fight, you know, do, do the Sugar Ray Leonard fights. And I'm like, man, it would have been really cool to just, like, focus on that. Um, but they decide to go from, like, him as a child, um, he's Panamanian, so it's like, you know, what's going, the conflict in Panama at the time of him coming up to, like, prominence and, you know, being the champ to, like, losing it all to, like, fight, you know, it's just, there's too much. This one, um, the, uh, Robert De Niro as a boxing coach. Hmm. And, um, it's a good boxing coach, De Niro. But, we got past one. Southpaw was like the best one I saw of those three three boxing movies. And then um That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should have planned that better to end like on a uh better note, but uh yeah, sometimes it's good to start strong. Yeah. Start yeah, I started strong and then yeah. uh ended with uh two not so great boxing movies. We did save room for two other movies. We're finishing out holiday month. We watched 
the 2011 sequel to 2004's Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. We watched A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Uh, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle stars John Cho and Cal Penn. It is the story of a nerdy accountant Harold and his irrepressible friend Kumar. Get stoned watching television and find themselves utterly bewitched by a commercial for White Castle. Convinced there must be one nearby, the two set out on a late-night odyssey that takes them deep into New Jersey. Somehow, the boys manage to run afoul of rednecks, cops, and even a car-stealing Neil Patrick Harris before getting anywhere near their beloved sliders. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Fast food. High times. Was this your first time watching Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? It was not. How many times have you seen Harold and Kumar? I think, that, I think this must have been my third time. Okay. What's your... Um, I, I think it's my second watch. I did feel... So this came out in 2004. We were both in college. I, I, I was a freshman coming into college. We were there for a couple years already. Was this a big movie for people, uh, young people, that, that you remembered? I, yeah, I feel like this was a, one of those stoner comedy classics. Yeah. I, and at that time, yeah. Everyone I was laughing their sack off. I feel like this was a movie I heard about people being like, oh, like I watch it on the Kumar every weekend. But it was not like, I watched it once. I was like, eh, it's kind of funny. And then I just never was like thought about it again. Like for me, it wasn't Super Troopers, which was a movie where like, I'm watching Super Troopers again, right? Uh, but there was, there was a there was a Harold and Kumar hive. I I remember watching it and really enjoying it and laughing. Um, I mean, my tastes have changed, yeah, since you know I was 20 or whatever. And then I remember watching it again and still getting some chuckles. And I'm like, ah, eh, just not as good the second time. And then this last time I watched it, I'm just like. I, I was just kind of like, this is really nothing to me right now. Okay, that's... So, I watched it again. There were parts I laughed. Yeah. But, I was like, this isn't a movie. This is just like a series of the scenes. This is... The, we, 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 we complain about movies that do this every time we do, uh, you know, when it's just this, okay, let's put them in this situation. Let's put them in this situation. Let's put them in this situation. Yeah. Like, there's no continuity. And yeah, that is exactly what that movie is. Um, yeah, nothing just... I So, watching it for the first time, like, 2004, you know, when it came to, uh, you know, be available to, to rent or whatever, my only lasting memories of it was like, oh, what happens to Hell the Kumar? The only things I remember was the stuff that, like, turned me off of the movie, which was, like, the gross-out humor. Like, anything, bathroom humor, you know, the, the gross, like, oh, look at his boils thing. The, the, those are the only scenes I remember. And I was like, and Neil Patrick Harris is in it, but I can't tell you what he's doing. Right, yeah. Yeah. I know he's playing like an asshole. That's all I know. He's playing him, a parody of himself. Yeah. He's playing himself, but as a parody. Right. And that, that's <coughs> all I can tell you. And then I watched it again. I, I feel like I paid attention. And all I can really recall are, like, the parts I just didn't like. And the parts I did like weren't strong enough to be like, oh, yeah, that was, yeah. that was fun. I'm exactly, yeah, I can't, exactly the same way. Like, I laughed. I can't tell you a joke from it that, like, made me laugh. Um, I will say that I did go and get the Frozen White Castle sliders from the Frozen session. I did hear, um, watching things on YouTube. I've heard this before, but then, like, I watched some things on YouTube, that as far as Frozen foods go, if you follow the directions... They are exactly like a White Castle thing. So I did it. I wrapped it in the towel, 30 seconds on, flipped them over, 30 seconds off, let them sit in the microwave, one minute, took them out. I've only had White Castle in Vegas. That's it. These were exactly the same. And they're pretty tasty. Nice. Good so, to know. Good to um, know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I've only had White Castle in, in Vegas, and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, but I haven't been back. Yeah. Because that. When I go to Vegas, we just go somewhere new. Right, yeah, yeah, you don't need a... Somewhere else that I have a bag. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, if you, if you get the anchor, like Harold, like our like our heroes Harold and uh, Kumar did, um, you could get the frozen ones, and... Um, That's cool to know. They're pretty solid. That's yeah. cool to know. They, yeah. they, they're pretty good. Um, 
$9 million budget, $23 million at the box office. Uh, let's see, our critical reception, 74% on Rotten Tomato based on 148 reviews. The consensus states the likable leads and subversion of racial stereotypes elevate Harold and Kumar above the typical stoner comedy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think as far as stoner comedies go, yeah. it's smarter mm-hmm. than most, um, especially with the you know socioeconomic commentary they are doing throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think this was a one weekend wonder, yeah, kind of movie. And the whole like subversion of racial stereotypes, like. I guess, for me, like, it maybe because it's the norm now, or like, you know, in 2014, like, we were kind of leaving this, like, yeah, it's an Asian, it's like two Asian leads, like, you know, Southeast Asian and Korean, like, that are just leads that aren't necessarily, like, like, other people in the movie do react to them sometimes, but like, yeah, they're just two guys. Yeah, just two dudes, yeah. So. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, yeah, I like great. I like Cal Penn and I like John Cho. I like John Cho a lot. I was going to say, I like John Cho. And I, and I, I, like, Cal, I like Cal Penn. I think yeah. Kumar's a fun character. Yeah. Um, <coughs> we do get two sequels uh, out of it. We get the, uh, hold on, what year? We get Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay in 20, 2008. And the movie we're doing in 2011, three years later, a very heralding Kumar Christmas. Did you watch Guantanamo Bay? I did watch Guantanamo Bay. Okay, I did not. So, quick quick thoughts on Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay is far better than White Castle. Really? I think so. Okay. Um, I I really enjoyed watching Guantanamo Bay. And that was, I think, my second time watching Guantanamo Bay. Okay. I've not seen it. Because it has a more classic movie flow. It's not this scene-to-scene scene. Yeah. It's a continuity that exists, and... And it's still that same thing, like we're commenting on society and yeah. American culture and all this. Uh, I, I, I found it more mature, and but equally funny. I'll tell you, I after watching a very Harold and Kumar Christmas, I I was more intrigued to watch. I, so I watched these in order. I watched uh, White Castle, then I watched Very Mary. After watching Very Mary, I had thoughts of going back. To Guantanamo Bay because in Very Mary, I was like, "This is this is a movie. There's a beginning, a middle. Like there's a plot yeah. that carries out their adventure." And I, so I was curious if there was more of that in Guantanamo Bay, which sounds like there was. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they learned. Maybe they learned a thing or two uh, making movies. We did get so okay. We, we are here to review 2011, a very Harold and Christmas, uh, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Uh, six years have elapsed since Guantanamo Bay, leaving Harold and Kumar estranged from one another with very different families, friends, and lives. But when Kumar arrives on Harold's doorsteps during the holiday season with a mysterious package in hand, he inadvertently burns Harold's father-in-law's beloved Christmas tree. To fix the problem, Harold and Kumar embark on a mission through New York City to find the perfect Christmas tree, once again stumbling into trouble at every single turn. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas, Christmas comes prematurely. <laughs> nice, That's nice. Yeah. I love both these synopses. They they tell you exactly what you're getting in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like they yeah. tell you exactly what's happening. <laughs> um, was this your first time watching A Very Merry? It was, yeah. yeah. First time seeing this one. Same for me. Um... Really quick, we'll just kind of get into the... Uh, oh, yeah, I was already on it. $19 million budget, $36 million at the box office. It uh, has a 68% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes based on 131 reviews. Consensus reads, still raunchy, still uh, irreverent, and still hit and miss. This Harold and Kumar outing also has a Christmas miracle. The audience gets to see the sweeter side of the duo. Uh, we'll start. What works for you with Harold and Harold and Kumar? Very, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. I, I like kind of the turn of, of now we we are seeing Harold and Kumar apart for the first time. Yeah, uh, not to spoil Guantanamo Bay, but yeah, we see them apart for the first time, yeah. and I thought that was a nice change of pace. Yeah, someone who didn't watch Guantanamo Bay. So it's just watched as a sequel. I also like this didn't feel like they were just running back the hits. It's like we had a very different Harold, which then gives us a nice contrast of like Kumar, like 
okay, Kumar's still the same. Harold's very, he's grown up, he has a job, but now we're getting these guys back together. It's actually a pretty sweet film about, like, the con- the comedy, the raunchiness, all that. It's like, this is like kind of a sweet film about, like, growing up and friendships. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is why, who I you know, pointed out about why I wanted to go back and watch Kumar. I was like, they... They write these, right? I, I didn't do that much research. Uh, um, I'm not sure if they uh, write or oh, co-write. Okay, well, yeah, it doesn't look like it. Um, yeah, different writers. So, well, whoever's writing these Harold and Kumar stories, um, it does seem like there's like a, you know, a maturity as uh, they, they got to make a second and a third film. Yeah. 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 Uh, positive? Really like John Cho. I think that guy's John a Cho. great actor. He is good. Yeah. Not, I mean, like, you know, I don't... Have, maybe, you seen, maybe, have you seen Searching yet? I have not seen oh, Searching. Uh, yeah, I've seen a few things with John Cho. And so, yeah, this guy's good. Like, he's more than just, like, the Herald. Yeah. Right? I think Cal Penn, he doesn't act as much. Uh, you know, he had the, uh, um, what, political career. He got yeah. He got into politics. Yeah. And he was also on TV. He was on House for a couple seasons. To me, Cal Penn will always, he kind of has that, like, oh, he's Kumar from Harold yeah. Kumar. Well, John Cho, I really feel like he's broken out of that. It's, yeah, I mean, he's done, he's got the Star Trek stuff, yeah. and, and, and then Searching was, man, next level mm-hmm. good. But yeah, John Cho seems to be on a different, uh, yeah, a different, different direction, you know, acting wise than Cal Penn. So yeah, I'm not sure what Cal Penn is doing much anymore, but, um, he seems to just kind of show up in things. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I was worried. I, I was like, "Oh, I didn't put notes. I didn't write notes for this, but I did write notes. I put them in a different app because I was like, I'm gonna go put them in my other app later. So I do have some positive and negatives here. Uh, but this is the positive of some that we were mentioning, like jokes that I couldn't recall from the first one. This one made me l out loud. Child Danny Trejo. Oh, they do the flashback. Yeah, to Danny Trejo recounting why he loves Christmas, and they go to the child version of Danny <laughs> Trejo. That's what that was funny. <laughs> he had the mustache and the ponytail, and then John Cho playing all the Korean <laughs> villains. Yeah, yeah, villains was that was funny. That was good stuff. You thought, this had some good like kind of just cameo roles. The the Trejo, yeah, Patton Oswalt. Yeah, just some fun little cameo things that didn't really take over, just kind of added to the movie. Yeah, that was great because when he's in the Santa garb, I'm hearing the voice. I go, who is that? And I almost went to IMDb or Letterboxd to look it up and scroll like, who's Santa Claus? But then he takes the beard off. I was like, oh, it's Pat Oswalt. Great. Um, That's fun. You know, having all your your marijuana being named after Christmas. Yeah. You know, you got to have a brand. Um, was the girl who Harold in or uh, Kumar impregnates was she in Guantanamo Bay? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's some continuity you do miss, but yeah, it's not crazy. Yeah. I did like that John Cho or uh, Harold is uh, he's married to Maria. Yeah. I like that they they continue that. Yeah. Some of these movies, you know, the guy gets the girl in the first one, and then it's like, well, we're making a sequel, but you know, we, oh, we gotta have him single again. It's like that's now he's married to Maria. Yeah. They kind of like. Yeah, they took they took the the life continuation versus just yeah reset to get Harold and Kumar doing crazy shit again. Yeah, yeah. And this one, I mean, this one had some uh, some crazy shit, but again, it, it just it felt more connected. Each scene felt more connected because of like there was a plot to get. It was still like we're just gonna get that from here to here to here, yeah. but you know there was like at least a plot uh, in it. Um, the Neil Patrick Harris playing his Neil Patrick Harris character, it, it is funny. It I, I just love this shtick they have where, yes. hey, you're Neil Patrick Harris. And he goes, yep. Yeah. That shtick is so funny to me. He does that in every movie. Hmm. And uh, and then the way they the way they uh, build upon that, because now it's post How I Met Your Mother and, yeah. and, and post Broadway. Right. The first one would have been... And, Pre. Pre, yeah. yeah. And it, it, the first one, you're like, oh, it's fucking Doogie Howser. Are you right. guys still alive? Yeah. You know, so and I think maybe that was a joke they made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now we're post How I Met Your Mother and, and like, because really Harold and Kumar go to White Castle probably brought Neil Patrick Harris back. Sure, sure. And I think he'd been doing stage and, and yeah. Broadway. Like, but, you know, now now he's the megastar and mm. they, they, they allude to that 
Yeah, they actually bring into like, you know, when he makes his cameo in 2004, like, yeah, it's the guy who played Doogie Howser, he did stage. I'm sure he, maybe at the time, he probably was, uh, you know, a homosexual man, but like, the public probably didn't know, you know, so he's just playing the guy, Neil Patrick Harris. Now it's 2011, we know who Neil Patrick Harris is, so they just make that part of his story. Yeah. Yeah, he pretends to be gay. Uh, It's crude. I mean, I, I don't. Like, there's bathroom humor I don't really never find funny. Like, sometimes crude humor funny, but somehow Neil Patrick Harris giving the delivery of crude humor, it just, it is funny. It is. I, I'm gay for that pussy. is like, <laughs> funny. Like, that line, just knowing I him, laugh pretty yes, hard for like, that it's, line. It's great casting of, like, Neil Patrick Harris, who, like, even if you didn't watch How I Met Your Mother, if you just, like, are aware of who he is, the magician, the song and dance man, like, you know, like, uh... By all kind a general, like a sweet guy is what seems to be his like actual personality. And so if you know that and then you see the character he's playing in it, it's just funny that he says these things. <laughs> it does these things. It's, it's, that joke works. Is willing to do these things on, yeah. on, yeah. Okay, another positive. I thought this would have been stupid. At the beginning, I was like, this is, this is dumb humor. By the end, I'm, I'm laughing at Pancake at a Waffle Bot. <laughs> it's so stupid in the beginning I'm like this is a dumb joke and then they just keep it's one of those like dumb jokes where they don't go over the top and they just keep needling like, they just keep amping up so by the end where he just like he loves Kumar and he hates pancakes it's just funny like I just laugh um, it's just a well executed stupid bit yeah yeah and it says a lot of it but like the stupid bits I like it's it's self-aware. Like, even the 3D of it. Yeah. Which, I, I always find it's interesting when the movie comes on 3D. Because obviously that's a theater experience. But there's going to be a home video audience where it's like, this isn't going to work. But because they're so self, because they're self-aware of it, anytime there was these 3D moments, it's kind of funny to me that they know that I don't, I, I don't see shit. Right. But then I'm also like, I kind of wish I saw this at theaters. Because it does... The amount of things that come at the screen, I'm like, I bet this would have been kind of cool. Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, and it's... it's I, I had no idea until the, ti- the title screen flash. Yeah. 3D Christmas is like, wait, that's not on my apps. Uh-huh. And it, yeah, it doesn't say and, it. And I'm like, well, they, they didn't even change the title screen for home, home right. video. Yeah. And yeah, that, that whole... I, even, I think, Kumar at one point says, isn't 3D like... Are we still doing that? Or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when Bobby Lee is getting, is is doing his, you know, uh, presentation. Getting pummeled oh, by, with, eggs, with yeah. eggs and doing the the Willem Dafoe thing. Yeah. I, I was laughing. I actually, so hard. Is the platoon death the most, like, mock death in comedy? And is it always funny? Yeah, it is always funny. Anytime someone just kind of does the Willem Dafoe <laughs> yeah. on his knees, slow motion, with that music, and they always hit the music, like, it just works. I think it is always funny. <laughs> do they do it twice? I mean, you watch Guantanamo Bay. Is that scene where Neil Patrick Harris dies a scene in Guantanamo Bay? I'm trying to think. He gets shot... So they flash back because oh, they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. you die. Like, yeah. So you get shy. They flash back to it and he, he's running yeah. and he kind of shot and he kind of does the fall to your knees and kind of does. Yeah, he gets killed in Guantanamo. In Guantanamo oh, Bay. yeah. Yeah, okay. they killed Neil Pat- Patrick Harris in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. And they just bring him back. Yeah. It's, bring- it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, I just want to like recount like all the, the gags that didn't make me laugh. There were, but in this movie, there were a lot of them. Yeah, like, more so than the first one, uh, like the com- like the silly comedy, like works pretty well in uh, in this one. I mean, even as dumb as it is, like getting a toddler high. That when I said I, I don't want to recap, like like I, the next one I want to say was like, hey, remember when that baby like gets hit with cocaine? Like just, that was funny. It's so funny. Yeah, it really is. And then like that kind of just keeps escalating a bit. Um, Harold's buddy that they go to the party so he could hook up like he just says very like in a very kind of serious way funny things like when they're in the elevator he's just like if anybody asks I'm Robert Pattinson's acting coach that's a great line like there's a lot of funny things written in this um what didn't work for you with Harold and Kumar 
a very merry, very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Gosh, I feel... I don't think there's merry in this. I feel like I'm, like, we're talking about so much great stuff, I can't remember what I didn't like. Yeah. Um, I mean, you even... I would have said before our conversation, Waffle Bot, but you kind of talked me into Waffle Bot a little bit. Waffle Bot was dumb. <laughs> but by the end, when he's just like, when he's dying, and he's just like, I love you, Kumar, pancakes are gay. And like... <laughs> And then they even make a, like, a comment about, like, like you know, we really say gay, like, like, gay anymore. Like, they address all, like, the things that are, like, oh, that didn't age well. Like, they, even in 2011, they were already, like, winking at the camera of, like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, these guys, Harold and Kumar, so in 2004, if we're thinking this is real time, although... Six years passed between Guantanamo Bay. So this is 2011, but I guess in their world, it would actually be like 2014. Yeah. So let's say Harold and Kumar, high school or college graduates, right? Because Kumar could become a doctor. Yeah, post-grads for sure. So they were like, I don't know, what class of 2000, you think, maybe? In 2024? We'll see. So White Castle was 04? 04. Yeah, so they would have been like... Right, seemed like right out of college then. Okay, Kumar's blowing off his his, yeah. his med school exams. Is is Beirut really an age thing or is it a regional thing? I I've I've only heard of Beirut the beer pong game in movies, so I'm wondering is it actually more a regional thing than it is? Oh, we're old enough to remember when it was called Beirut. I don't know. I think it might be. It's an impossible question. I, I, you didn't do your I, research. But. No, I think it might be a regional thing. Yeah. It might. It may. Because it we were both. College. Like, we were in college in 2004. Uh, when did you start college? 2002? 2000. 2000? Okay. Yeah, so. I graduated high school in 2000. 2000. So, it's just always been beer pong. Yeah. 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 But he's like, oh, I remember when it was Beirut. And I was like, the only other time I've heard it. Beirut was like beer uh, was in uh, beer fest, and I think one other like thing. Oh, maybe neighbors. But in beer fest, they played beer pong with ping pong paddles. Yes, and then Beirut was a different game. Right. Yeah, Beirut and beer pong were two different things. Yeah. And I think in neighbors, they talk about Beirut uh, when they're he's going through like the uh, the different fraternity classes. They play Beirut. Maybe it's a Hollywood thing. I feel like or what, a California what thing. We, what we learned as beer pong, yeah, is wrong. What we learned is beer pong would be Beirut. Would be Beirut. Yeah. I I just... Yeah. Yeah, beer pong. Fucking beer pong, man. <laughs> Everyone thinks they invented beer pong. Yeah. No matter where you go. Or how old you are. Like, oh, we play this game. Like, yeah. Like, uh, we, 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 yeah, I played that in, two, you know, 2000. Did it feel like they had weird rules to beer pong? In the movie, because it seemed like Harold and Kumar were on a team, but they were just playing the kid. I think, I think every, I think every beer beer pong. I, I like we we played a lot of beer pong. Yeah, together with these rule sets. But I would go to a party across town, uh-huh. and they were playing a version of that, but their rules were way fucking different. Yeah, so. It it goes it goes basement to basement. Okay, I think so. They, maybe they were just playing like two on one. Yeah, they yeah. could have been, or, or maybe like maybe the girl who's with the game. She didn't look. Like she was involved in the game. She looked. Like she was simply there to cheer. Yeah. Um. But let's just set it straight. Like uh, blowing, fingering. It's lame. Just make your shots. Drink your beer. Uh, otherwise, you know, uh, first single glass cup. Bounce gets two. Um. Harold's final shot. Great shot. Great shot. Yeah. Probably would have looked amazing in 3D. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff coming yeah. at you. At that <laughs> the, okay, as far as it doesn't work, like the, um, oh, okay. As far as like, not, you know, not working, like I do like this had more of a plot. The Santa Claus at the end, I was like, that, that didn't work for me. I, I didn't find like a lot of humor in the. Uh, I was like, oh, Santa Claus is the one who actually sent him on this mission, and then the claymation as well was like a. Um, yeah, that's just kind of the thing I sat through for two minutes. Yeah, the claymation thing seems always kind of uh, yeah. like, oh, we're really doing this Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Right, thing. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, and... I feel like it comes up in a 
in a bunch of holiday movies. Right. Um, yeah, that, that and that's kind of like the Santa Claus thing goes in with the, the Waffle Bot kind of thing with me. Uh-huh. It's like, why do we need this like truly unbelievable stuff? Right. Like, we get the Waffle Bot that is now become self-aware, uh-huh. and then we get Santa Claus. Those are, the, I mean, you talk to me in the Waffle Bot, because it is awesome, a Waffle Bot. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. The Santa Claus thing is like, yeah, do we really need to bring Supernatural into this? Right, him shooting down. I was fine with him shooting down Santa Claus. It was just that Santa Claus. By the time the end came, and this movie's only like 88 minutes long, by the time the end comes where Santa Claus is like, well, didn't you get my gift? I was like, Oh, I forgot how the, that's how this movie started. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, there was a package left for uh, for Harold. Yeah. It had a giant joint. Not a good or bad. I, I just think interesting. Lot less, like, I don't, I don't think this is a stoner comedy. Yeah, you kind of, I mean, this. yeah, it kind of, it kind of it, it is... Outside the stoner comedy subgenre, they are they the, the two characters are not constantly high, and they're not in a quest to get yeah. stoned, which I think you know like in a stoner comedy, much like a sex comedy, it's like you know it's either you're having a lot of sex or it's your quest to have sex. This they're on a quest to get a Christmas tree, and uh, I don't think Harold gets high at all, does he? Oh, at the end, yeah, at the they, end, yeah, they, they sit and they just have yeah. a nice, uh, friendly, uh, friendly toke. Yeah, it's when we, oh, you quit pot because you're trying to have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have our, our our coming of age moment. For a stoner comedy, it's, it's very sweet. It's also, it's, it takes a very mature take on uh, on marijuana. Of just like, hey, you're my friend. I absolutely understand why you gave up smoking marijuana. No. Why don't you just say it at the beginning? Oh, right. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, Okay, you saw... So you've seen three of these. We should see another sequel of Harold and Kumar. Do we need to run bring the boys back? Man, I... I'm gonna say I don't... I, I'm I'm cool. We we can be done with Harold and Kumar. Okay. If they... I wouldn't be surprised if we got another one. Right. And I... At this point, yeah, I'd probably watch it. This but, seems like the... I, this, like, as far as, like, bringing back old... You know, getting the sequel for a movie that's like... That movie was 10 years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. 30... This seems, like, perfect for, like, a... Hey, we're running Harold Kumar back one more time. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I would definitely would not be surprised if this just like showed up on Amazon Prime as like Harold Kumar 4. Yeah. Uh, but both guys have stuff going on. So uh, maybe they're better. About what about a remake? Do we need two other young uh, young guys? I don't think they can probably fill those roles correctly. Uh-huh. I, I do think Harold and Kumar are Cal Penn and John Cho. Yeah. Like, I think that's who they are. I don't think we... I don't think they can remake it. You don't think Jimmy O. Yang and Aziz Ansari could do this? No. No. Yeah. Like, is it John Cho? Because, you know, the Star Trek stuff and the other stuff, like, he is kind of just John Cho. But when I rewatched it, I was like, yeah, it's Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Like, those are those guys. Yeah. What character from the Harold and Kumar uh, universe would you like to go see a spinoff of? And we we get a lot of we get a lot of side characters. There's Everybody's so up. Many. I'd say there's many not really universe. a third lead. It's just it's those two guys, and everybody else is eligible. I like their their uh, I like their little their buddies, the Jewish guys. Yeah, I like those guys. Um, I mean, I like the actors a lot. J- Justin Krumholtz is Krum, one yeah. of my favorite. Like it's kind so of like like side like show up guys. Yeah. It's wild watching when I turn this on, and it's because uh, it's the guy from Animal uh, or American Pie, um, and then Bernard the Elf. Yeah, well, no, I was like, holy shit! Look how young that guy was. Because in my mind, I'm like, you were just an Oppenheimer and you were awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you look so different. Yeah, but that's aging. Happens to us all. But yeah, those, those guys are good. It would always be like the same movie, just different. You know, yeah. two different guys going on an adventure. Let's just see what they're doing to get their their hot dogs or whatever. Go, go, going to Wiener Hut. Yeah, and then I mean, they're still friends. I mean, seems like they had a better go of it. Um, you know, over the last ten years than Harold and Goomer did because they remain friends. One of them's got that kid. <laughs> they don't really address it, right? Like they're just kind of like, "Hey, it's those guys." Yeah, they're obviously older. Yeah, one's got a kid and one converted. Well, yeah, one converted. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, that'd be uh, an interesting take. Um, yeah, I just saw the equalizer, so maybe the um, the uh, Ukrainian mob like we just get like the real gritty Ukrainian mob boss story mm-hmm. of um, oh okay. who was that? Act? I didn't write it down. Um, Casey Jones. Yeah, Casey Jones. Uh, Elias Cotias. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, yeah. We just get like a. You know, him running his mob empire. He's got his uh, his two entitled children <laughs> at home. That could be fun. Yeah. That could be fun. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, who, what other fun? Just a Waffle Bot movie? Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like Chappie. I'm thinking like, yeah, like Chappie or like Wally. Or know. Megan. Or, no. <laughs> Waffle Bot goes back. Yeah. Yeah, wa- oh, Wafflebot loves Kumar so much that, like, yeah, anybody who he deems wrong, wrong in Kumar, like, yeah, he goes, like, Get shot ma- with, with. He was making on him. The super hot syrup. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think of the title as far as uh, a title for a sequel? I, I think it works. I mean, the, yeah. the brand is Harold and Kumar, yeah. and we're just subtitling a brand. I've stumbled over it a bunch of times, but I do like how. Although, I. It does kind of break the Harold and Kumar go to, you know, go to White, White Castle, go to Guantanamo Bay. I would like to see Harold and Kumar. But as a Christmas movie, like, it's a perfect Christmas movie. Like, we get that. Will this make your Christmas movie rewatch? I think I I think I think might rewatch this again <clears throat> come holiday. Yeah, as far as, like, the adult comedy holiday movies, this was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, for like the ones that are kind of in that category, I I like this. Um, all right, you've seen them both. Which would you throw on first? You know, honestly, I think I like Barry Harold and Kumar Christmas more than the original. For me, it's it wasn't even close. I like and I liked a, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas feels like a complete movie to me where Harold and Kumar go to White Castle is like a series of scenes that aren't that funny to me. So like this is like a, it's like an actual movie with a lot stronger jokes. Yeah. What about if I threw in Guantanamo Bay? Guantanamo Bay to me is the top one. That's the top three. one. I you, think that's the top three for me. I you, really enjoyed that one. You go two, three, one. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw in uh Guantanamo Bay. Um, all right, and then finally, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Did we need it? This is a tough one for me, Mark, yeah. because I I did enjoy watching it. I did like it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I don't think we needed another Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Even though I liked it. <laughs> okay. For the sake of the way I interpret the question, did we need it? When people say, oh, "All we make," this is a sequel that is improved that improves on the first one. So in that sense, yeah, we needed it. But it also, this is a very good Harold and Kumar movie. But as far as like a comedy, this is kind of just a middle. Like this is like a this is like a good comedy that like I'm not going to think a lot about. But because it is a Christmas movie, it does have like that built in like, oh, we watch Christmas movie every year, so it does kind of have that rewatchability. I'm gonna say yeah, we did need it. I'm, I'm gonna six month guy say it, it's a sequel that is better than the original. It's pretty funny, and in like two years, I'll probably throw this on again in like December 18th. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we needed it. All right, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Uh, yeah, check it. Did you have to rent this? Was I it? was able to catch this before it left Max. Okay. I think it left Max like the next day. Yeah. I, I ended up renting this. It was weird that Guantanamo Bay stayed on Max. Yeah. That the other two came the off. The other two came off. And, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. I was able to get them yeah. all before they came off. Yeah. Prime had a weird pricing on this one. I got White Castle for two fifty, and then uh, the uh, very uh, very Christmas was two ninety nine. I don't know why one was 40, 50 cents cheaper. Huh. Yeah. That yeah. is a weird, because usually they're pretty standard. Yeah, two ninety nine. That that's your rental, sometimes five ninety nine. But yeah. yeah, this was oh, White House two forty nine. I was like, oh, that's a good that's a that's a great deal. 
Um, all right, what are we doing next? Okay, I, I got it. I know what we're doing, but I want to make sure I get the title correct. Yeah. Actually, okay, while you look that up, because I, I wanted to do this in the beginning, but we're, 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 we're doing good on time, so I did, I don't want to hit you with something. Okay. While you're looking that up. Uh, it is 2024, so I just want to quickly run some upcoming sequels and remakes, and I want you to give up, give a, like, kind of a cash trash as far as your anticipation or even just like your early did we even need this you know I'm, you, you know what I'm trying to ask yeah, you. I'm yeah. going to give you some movies you're going to tell me yeah good idea bad idea without you know I'll go see this or, yeah, I'm not really that interested right, this one's already out I, I didn't even realize that this was coming so fast so 24, 24 upcoming sequels and remakes Mean Girls a musical remake uh not need, not necessary yeah uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I know that this was a very successful stage. Like they turned Meat Girls into a successful musical for Broadway. Right. Sometimes those things just need to live on Broadway because, like, we have Mean Girls and like that's a great movie. Like, but I'll watch it eventually. But as far as excitement, is like, yeah, do I need to see it? Dune Part Two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Roadhouse, starring our guy Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a like remake or sequel. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I saw a thing on like TMZ of Jake Gyllenhaal getting in a UFC ring. They were obviously shooting something for Roadhouse. I just something I've never seen. Southpaw guy is jacked to the gills. Uh, I think he plays like I assume he's playing like some sort of UFC fighter um, that has to go be a bouncer. Yeah, cool. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Is this a sequel to the the Chicks Ghostbusters or is this to the Paul Rudd? Which I believe was sequel, this which is was a Ghostbusters 3? sequel to the Paul Rudd. So this is Ghostbusters 4. Yeah. I've not seen Ghostbusters 3. Me neither. I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah. I heard a really recent positive review. Okay. But I'm still going to be like, no. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really interested in seeing the... Kids goes you know Ghostbusters Afterlife but it was like oh it's the Stranger Things kid so I think this is a sequel to that um, all right Godzilla X Kong the New Empire yeah I'm totally I'm totally in on the Godzilla King Kong stuff yeah okay yeah I don't I'm not like super stoked about this though I'm hearing great things about that new Japanese Godzilla movie Godzilla minus one. Okay, yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. I have heard of that, yeah. So, yeah, it, that Godzilla that just came out in theaters has nothing to do with the, with our current Godzilla Kong world. It's a, it's a, you know, whatever studio in Japan owns Godzilla just put out another movie, and I hear it's great. Uh, I'll see Godzilla X-Kong. Um, I guess they're not versus, they're, they're X. I feel like I was pretty, I feel like I was positive on the last one. I think we lost it, yeah. I, and I was, I'm, I'm down with them. Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. I know Anya Taylor Joy's in it. Yeah, and so it's a prequel. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I think I think I'm down with that. All I know is yeah, I know Anya Taylor Joy's in it. I know it's a prequel. Mad Max was so freaking cool that uh, I, yeah, like until you until you do me wrong, I'm gonna yeah. be excited for these like George Miller Mad Max movies. Agreed. Yeah. Um, ballerina, a spinoff of John Wick. So it's the John Wick world, different. Killer. Oh uh, yeah, man! Assassin. I saw the I saw the the teaser. To Is that. there a teaser? Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm in. I think it's cool. I'm I love the John Wick universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have not watched the show yet. Yeah, I love the three John Wick movies. Haven't dipped into the Continental. Uh, but if you tell me there's a movie that it takes place in this like this awesome world that they built, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in for that. Um, and Bad Boys Four. Did we do three for the show? We did not do three. We did two for the show. We did two. I've not seen three. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, okay. give us some bad boys. I, I, I watched three. I can't tell you what I thought of it, but I think I had a good time. Like, yeah. I think I probably walked away. I was like, I don't know if that was good, but I had a good time. I'm, I'm not caught up, but yeah, do us some more bad boys. Yeah. Why not? Okay. A Quiet Place, day one. Ooh. So I know about this. This is so. This is in the world. It is a different group of people. D 
dealing with the invasion day. I think I'm in on that. I I, I like that world they've created. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I'm in on that. <laughs> I love this title. Twisters with an S. A sequel or remake to Twister. <sighs> Bill Paxton is one of my all-time favorite actors. Yeah. And I love I love Twister. So I'm gonna say no because yeah. Twister cannot exist without Bill Paxton. Yeah. This guy's um Twister, so I assume there's going to be two tornadoes, at least. And uh, it do, it's going to star Glenn Powell, who was a hangman from Maverick. Um, I don't have strong opinions about him, but tell you what, you have a kick-ass Twisters movie, and you're in Top Gun? I'll jump on the Glenn Powell, right? But he's got it. In the movie Twister, one of the tornadoes breaks into two tornadoes. Okay. So we have four tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like the bank, where it's one tornado, you think it's just one, then a bigger tornado hits him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. man, maybe yeah. I'm changing my mind on that because I'm actually surprised there isn't a, a Twister sequel. Yeah, Twister was huge when I when Twister came out. I lived in Kansas. I lived in Tornado Alley. Yeah, and I've seen tornadoes, mm-hmm. and that movie was intense. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm positive on this because Twister for me like. Twister, I watched Twister a lot growing up. It was one of those on cable. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember it was... You say it's intense. It was also kind of like fun action. Yeah. Um, like, Kelsey Hoffman plays this funny yeah. Storm Chaser guy. Carrie Elways is in it. And he, yeah. Right? And he's kind of the bad guy, but there's not really a bad guy in this movie. Right. It's just these people chasing... I thought the idea of Storm Chasing was so cool. So just like, all right, we're going to get like a big budget disaster movie. I'm in. Yeah, I'm changing it might my mind. Be dumb, I'm, I'm but positive on Twister. Yeah. yeah, I'm changing my mind, yeah. Uh, let's have some fun in the theaters. Yeah. Alien Romulus. Yeah. Now, this is a sequel that is, it's an alien movie that's supposed to take place between Alien and Aliens. Yeah, I'm cool. You're cool. Okay, yeah, you're cool. in on that. Yeah. Joker, fully adieu. Are we, are we, Todd we, Phillips, Joker. We're, we're bringing back Joaquin? Joaquin. Hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. Pa- I mean, how can I be negative? I mean, the Joker was so good, but ah, I love the Joker movie. But I love. I really like the Joker. It, but man. yeah, I thought Joaquin was really good. Man, I'm such a Batman guy too. I'm just like, all right, give me more of the world. Do we get yeah. like? I just give me more I Gotham. Like, yes, like give me more Gotham. I I know Lady Gaga's in this as Harley Quinn. So this is a Joker Harley Quinn story. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll see it. I'll see it. Color me intrigued. Uh, <laughs> Maxine finishing out the X Pearl trilogy. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm in on this. Those yeah. two movies are great. And since the fact that X and Maxine were like in this, or X and Pearl were the same year, and now I've had to wait two years to get Maxine. Uh, yeah, get. get Let's get this. Let's finish this out. They dropped that Maxine tease the day after Pearl came out. Uh-huh. Remember that? And you're like, what the hell? Yeah. So cool. All right. And the last on the list, Gladiator 2. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. This one, I'm going to say, like, I'm very intrigued. I, like, I'm excited to see this. But the reason I am, I'm just like, the hell are they gonna do yeah what is what does a gladiator 2 sequel even look like yeah is it just more gladiators is it connected to the first one i, I don't know denzel washington's in it and like ridley scott's returned so yeah long time coming too we're talking 30 years right to 20 well yeah, 1999 yeah so yeah 24 25 years yeah Maybe 25 25 25 years, 25 years. Wow. yeah wow all right that's, that's what I got. So, yeah, we, we got... Don't worry, if listeners. If you were worried we are going to run out of stuff. I mean, we could... We really... We, we have a... We could do an entire 2024 slate in the year 2024. Just do yeah. new movies. Yes, we can. And we, we'd be cool. <laughs> uh, but do, what do we have next? Okay. The new theme. Yeah. And you're going to you're gonna laugh. Okay. The theme, Mark, is frozen water. Okay. I thought about going ice. Right. But I'm going frozen water. Maybe open it up for you a little bit. Frozen water. Frozen water. Okay. We are going to watch the 2017 sequel, Goon, 
Last of the Enforcers, sequel to the movie Goon, which somewhat of a cult following. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Sean William Scott stars in both. Yeah, I like Goon. I've never seen Goon, Last of the Enforcers. So I have also not seen the the new one. But I've never seen Goon. I was like, oh, that was surprisingly that was surprisingly good. Yep. So, and I, I believe that was a kind of a Sean William Scott welcome back. Yeah. And off off drugs and back or something. Yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah. Jay, uh, directed by Jay Baruchel, who mm-hmm. is co-stars in yep. the original. So, yeah. Theme, Frozen Water. Okay. Movie, okay. Goon, Last of the Enforcers. I have some work ahead of me, but... I think uh, I think I'll come with something. I'm definitely looking forward to a hockey movie, uh, a sports sequel. Kind of rare. You don't get yeah. a lot of sport movie sequels. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you can. I bet I'm gonna guess streaming. Like those. Yeah, are they cool. are both on Netflix. Yeah. I confirmed, and it and it's funny because Goon always like comes up on my Netflix thing because mm-hmm. I I'm sure I thumbed up it in the past right. or whatever. And then I always think like I heard they were doing a sequel to that. But I never saw it, mm-hmm. and then I, I did the homework. There is one, yeah, and we can watch it. All right, so, so uh, you can get um, caught up on that. Until then, uh, it's been uh, don't be that guy. Guide to sequel and remix. Stay warm and keep your pipes from freezing. Who are those guys?